Jamie Kay connection was a lot of fun. That was spectacular. Yeah. <laughs> that was probably one of my more favorite Jamie movie nights we've done. It was a lot of fun. I mean, it hit ninjas, cocaine, motorcycles, rock and roll. Like, I mean, I, that, that's that's kind of like that. I feel like we do really well with like the cocaine fueled eighties movies, yeah. like yeah, Maximum like... Overdrive, like this. Uh, what else do we got in terms of like the like straight up like the only thing that was happening the race. this movie? Yes. Yeah. Well, the ones we fall more short on are the ones that are taking themselves more seriously. Yeah. Right? Like, like we watched Trespass, and that was just terrible. Yeah. But, <laughs> but this was just like a cocaine fueled romp of nonsense and it was a lot of fun yeah it was great i love watching non-actors on screen try to act yes well it's like because you can see like they at least had an excuse back then like right. it was like oh yeah cocaine was everywhere it's like nick cage what are you doing anymore like... <laughs> <laughs> all right are we ready guys oh i'm ready, ready oh all right okay welcome to um you know what it's a very special episode of i want you to watch this i am your host dennis and as always i am joined by my two lovely and talented co-hosts colin and craig how are you beautiful gentlemen both oh i'm doing fantastic right on i'm great dennis yeah i feel Sweet. like protector of the season land right now <laughs> i'm gonna lift up a shrine and put it on a waterfall i yeah. feel like i can like punch a door through a wall yeah you know i mean I, I i like built and like made a trident to bring today <laughs> just because i'm like fuck yeah I, I need to be fucking rudra and have my trident so i can like embody the amazingness of this movie well, right well now. thank you for bringing the trident and not bringing the uh battle chariot well yeah <laughs> that i mean been a little, like a big problem <laughs> all right before we get too far into this uh we are if you if you've listened to last week's episode we are of course reviewing the bollywood epic Actually, is it not a bollywood? correction no it's so it's so it's uh, Tollywood, which is uh, Telugu, which is kind of like the closest thing I can think of, like in my ignorance of like Indian culture, is it's like a province of India. Okay. So it's a, within the southeast region. It's kind of like it's south central India. Right. On. And uh, they have a different language, uh, a different dialect, and because so, they speak over a dozen languages on the Indian Peninsula. I yeah, think? it's yeah, it's crazy. Right. And so yeah, Telugu like goes through like southern India into kind of like Malaysia and like Southeast Asia as well. So Telugu is kind of like a little bit, if there's a lot of Indian people that right. are like speak Telugu, uh. but it's like, yeah, it's a sub like kind of culture or dialect of, like India as a whole, so right on. It's not Bring in the Bollywood, facts hard yeah. early. Yeah, I like it so. <laughs> well, yeah, I was like, I was like, we know nothing about we don't know any anything. of this, and so this, I wanted to yeah. like try and maybe get something going for and sure. Figure out what was happening because, yeah, yeah because. I we mean, love this movie and we want to do it justice. Yeah, we loved it and yeah, I didn't want to be like yeah. rude about this movie. So, so <laughs> we're doing the Telugu epic Bahubali, and we have a very special guest with us. We've uh, referenced him before on many episodes, and we finally have him on, Drew. Hey, what's up? Right on. <laughs> so uh, we had Drew on here because um, Drew was a recipient of, uh, it was the um, main battle scene from the first Bahubali. Like, he got it on Facebook or something, right? Yeah, uh, our cousin, mutual cousin Jesse sent it to me. Yeah, and uh, it was like titled, like, the most amazing thing you've ever fucking seen. And it's correct, because it is. It really, <laughs> it really is the most amazing thing. And so we, Drew and I both were like, we need to see this. Like, what the hell is this? And uh, I looked into the comments pretty deep and finally discovered that it's this movie called Bahubali, which came out in 2015. And so fast forward, this this happened, like, in, like, last winter or something. Um, 
And fast forward till May, and we found it on Amazon. And uh, Craig, Drew, and I sat down and watched this thing. I gotta admit, we started it off ironically, uh, just being like, <laughs> "Oh, what's this ridiculous, over the top thing?" And it took all of five minutes to realize that this is the most amazing fucking thing ever. <laughs> it's not even ironically fun. It's amazingly fun. Yeah. <laughs> I, I also started watching it ironically and it, it was like, I think by the time of the first real dance number, I was like, oh no, this isn't like ironically like great. This, this is just great. Right. Yeah. Like you got to take it for being like over the top. But once you accept that, you're like, this is, the most epic thing I've seen in years. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, we're all, like, you know, we're friends, and we all have enjoyed and connected through How Did This Get Made, which is an amazing podcast. And so, like, we very often find ourselves watching movies from this podcast in an ironic sense. And so I feel like going in, we thought that, that we were kind of going into that level of movie. And by the time we finished it, it would just turned into the most amazing thing, the most epic thing that really any of us have seen oh yeah like it was just well it was phenomenal a, it was an amazing night um because <laughs> we'd stop frequently because it's a two and a half hour long movie you're like or no two hours and 45 minutes long or some ridiculous uh, the first one's actually, 215 the, the second one one's 245 two hours and 39 the second one's 247 okay oh, really? so, oh, wow. so almost yeah. two hours and 40 minutes long and so we'd, t- we'd frequently take cigarette breaks and talk about what the fuck was that that was fucking amazing holy <laughs> shit what the hell are we watching <laughs> and it was such a fun night um uh, Drew has a lovely projector, and it was a lot of fun to watch. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when I went into it also with the idea of ironically bad, but I watch a lot of movies on my own in that way. It's not like you guys who you follow a podcast and watch terrible movies because you want to make fun of it together. I watch bad movies just because I like self-flagellation i guess yeah i was like yeah you're a, I, you're a bit of a masochist i think it's, yeah. it's pretty ridiculous how many times we'll be watching something and you'll come down and you'll watch like five minutes of it and be like oh i've seen this yeah. <laughs> yeah i'm a fan of bad movies i suppose even though i don't like them it, it's like you're a fan of bad movies but unironically yes yes which is just so niche <laughs> <laughs> maybe we need to start that would be a very depressing podcast after a while if it was like yeah, this movie was crap. Well, I <laughs> no mean, no one's laughing at it. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's being done a lot better than we could already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. right. And I don't have enough hours in the day to start another podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyways, um. Shit. So where are we? This is amazing. This is hu- all right, audience. This is huge. Um. Yeah. So let's 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 give a few things because we're going to be doing this episode a little bit differently than we've usually been doing our episodes. So. Usually at the top of our episode, we kind of introduce the entire movie, give a synopsis, a little rundown of what's happened throughout the movie. So this time, because first of all, this movie is so long and because we're just doing something completely different in terms of like, none of us are really like know a whole lot about like, you know, the culture from this movie that came out. And so we're just kind of going to go through this movie throughout the episode. So there will be spoilers. It'll be going, but we'll be going through the movie as it, like as we go through the episode, we'll be going through the movie. In addition to all that, the other big thing about this movie is that it can't really be taken as a movie and a sequel. I mean, it's it's, it's it's really one one flowing story. And you, the, the first would be, I mean, it's, it's great and it's entertaining and I enjoyed the hell out of it the first time watching it and on subsequent viewings but it isn't really a complete movie without the 
filling in of the story that's done by the second and vice versa. So it, it's it's it you can't sum up the first movie with a synopsis and really have it make any kind of sense. Yeah. Right. It, it's one five and a half hour movie. It is. Yeah. And it and is. it's pretty it's pretty obvious like after seeing them both the second time that they shot them at the same time. Like Yeah. Yeah. They, they had did. to have. They did and it took five years <laughs> really oh wow yes. <laughs> the total production from uh beginning of bahubali one to the ending of bahubali two took five years so this is this is like indians lord of the rings it is wow well and and i will say that i mean with the later release of the second movie i'm it wasn't that much later but there is a little more post-production but we'll probably get into that yeah, later we like yeah they had a bit more money to play with i think in post-production on that one for sure and i think time it's time yeah because yeah, it was like uh like i said the first one came out in 2015 and then this the conclusion came out uh earlier this year at least in the states i think it was last year um it came out last year back in india but um yeah anyways yeah <laughs> um so should we just dive into it i think we should just start yeah. we should just get into the story um well yeah do you have... um craig will be kind of directing us through this because he kind of wrote it up um I'd say technically this is Drew's pick. I haven't said that before. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah this, this is technically this is Drew's Dr- pick. Drew brought us this right. movie to, to begin. But um, like none of us really like we weren't expecting to do an episode on this at all. Like we all just kind of decided to watch this movie on our own, and then after having seen both, we were just like, we have to do this. And well, so, yeah. and I've been talking about being on this podcast for quite a while, but I never really knew the movie that I wanted to do. And then when we finished the second one, I was like, "We're I I want to be on as a show for Bahu." Yeah, yes. and we were like, "Yes." <laughs> um. So yeah, I'll, I'll we'll just start since we're going to be going through what actually happens in the movie. I'll just give a little rundown of who we're dealing with and kind of a little bit of the situation in terms of um, yeah our characters and our setting. So right now we have uh, at the beginning of this movie we have Shiva who is uh, our main character and turns out to be Bahubali. So he, at the movie, he starts out as Shiva. Um, we have uh, Baladeva and Devasana. And Baladeva is Bahubali's cousin and Devasana, Devasana is Bahubali's mother. And so we also have Avantika and Sivigami and Katapa and Sangha, as well as Bijaladeva. So we'll go into a little bit more of who these characters are as we get through the story, because it definitely flows in uh, in a way to where they won't make sense until we get to their part in the story. But those are just some names to look for, and we'll do a little bit more explaining as we go through the story. And if you hear us ever say Sir Barristan, we're talking about Katapa. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same fucking character. <laughs> Except one's a knight and one's a slave. But yeah, so the first movie begins with a woman who's ex- who exits a cave at the base of a waterfall. Uh, and she's holding a baby, uh, and she has an arrow in her back. Uh, she's trying to elude her pursuitors by retracing her steps backwards and setting a trap. Uh, and she ends up killing the men who are following her. She, With the arrow that was in her back. Yeah, exactly. Like, I just want to emphasize, like, this movie is filled with shit like that. Like, she walks back on her own bloody footprints to, like, fool these people that are pursuing her. And then, like, they're all, like, it shoots, like, where they're all confused. Like, where'd she go? And then all of a sudden, one of them drops dead because she wrenched the fucking arrow out of her own back and stabbed him to death with it. Yeah. While she's carrying an infant. Yes! Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just gonna say that in the story of Bahubali, this is not a heroic deed. 
No. Oh. Yeah, this is yeah, like the, yeah, the this simple is just a very simplest thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so yeah, so as she does this and she uh, tries to make it to a small village that's across the river from where she's running from, but she slips and washes down the river. Uh, and while she's trapped, she prays to Shiva to protect the child until he can return to his mother and ascend to the throne of Mahishmati. And that is going to be the kingdom that this entire movie is taking place within. Uh, and so she sacrifices herself to keep the child above the rushing water. Like she's literally drowning and holding a baby up. And as she does so, she dies by drowning and the baby is saved. And Mahindra Bahubali is discovered by the, by the villagers and taken in by a son, as a son by a woman named Sangha, who orders the cave to be sealed to prevent more soldiers from following. Sangha has named the child Shiva, uh, and if you end up watching the Tamil version, it's Shavudu. And over the years, she has a constant drive. He has a constant drive to climb the waterfall, but by the time he's an adult, he still hasn't made it to the top. Sangha wishes she would stop uh, trying such dangerous things and constantly prays to Shiva. Who's the god, which is a little confusing in this movie. Yeah. They go back and forth. Like, she's named him Shiva. Shiva's, you know, a god within, like, the well, Hindu culture. Well, it makes right. sense because, I, and, I mean, he was from the river. Yes. So, right. So, yeah. But, like, in terms of just, like, when they're talking about things in the movie, it can be a little confusing. Yeah, that's also not just an Indian practice. It's a practice, like, in a lot of the world to name people, name a child after your god. Yeah. So, I mean, but I get what you say. Is like, is she talking about the deity or is she talking about the person? But yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like that would be a little bit more blasphemous in like the Abrahamic religions, you know? Like, it, like that was one of the things that really like struck me in this culture. Well, no, like, there are like, there are a lot of Jesus's. A lot of Latin people who are named Jesus. Yeah, there's, that's, I guess yeah. Right. Um, there's Mohammed is the most common name in the world, isn't it? Oh, I guess Yeah, right. yeah. Well, those are prophets. This is a straight up deity. Well, I mean, yeah. It's a, I mean that's the difference. It's like culture translating again. Right. We're all like yeah, fairly ignorant to like what like Hindu like oh, all I'm, of Hinduism. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> yeah, this could be like just like their Jesus or their Muhammad in terms of like right. like you name a child Shiva in terms of like honoring or like you know having like yeah. Right. Anyway, anyways, but yeah, so uh, <laughs> so yeah, Shiva or Sangha is is afraid because she wants Shiva to stop climbing the waterfall. And uh, but instead of stopping to climb the waterfall, he sees his mother struggling to appease the god by pouring water over the shrine, and he lifts the stone like, like a beast, like a fucking badass. Yeah. This isn't just <laughs> some just tiny stone, giant shrine. It could be easily be a ton. So if yeah, it weighed a pound, and he like. What he like kicks it off? No, or? First no he, he literally has a like a a steel like a metal bar that he's um, wrenching it off with, mm. and then he lifts it onto his shoulder, <laughs> crosses the river, um, jumps down, places it in the river so that it can be constantly bathed by the, the waterfall. waterfall. And then he starts dancing. And then he and then yeah. that is what I the first thing I want to talk about is like that was the first <laughs> moment where I was like, oh, I'm gonna love <laughs> this movie because it, it's just the smallest of dance numbers and it's mostly just him, but it's so full of joy. Yeah, and so yeah, gives you a sense of what the rest of this movie is going to be. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's a simple jig that he's doing, and it's they have this understated thing going on in the background where there's kind of like this background dance scene happening too, but it's. It, they don't focus on it at all. It's it almost kind of makes it like it it naturalizes this like dancing like yeah. like that's something people do you know when they're like, full yeah. of joy. dancing it just just 
busts out instead. And, and the way it's shot is great too because he's just kind of doing this little jig but the camera is panning across him and then like widening out to show like the people behind him and it, it's so great it is yeah. great because this movie is just beautifully shot in every <laughs> single scene and yeah no I, I loved it because it only lasts like 30 seconds too it's oh yeah just, it's oh really yeah short. Short. yeah yeah, and then after that dance scene, essentially like a a mask just falls down from the waterfall, and Shiva becomes obsessed with like finding who the person behind this mask is, because he goes and he puts it in some sand and he finds this beautiful face that like the mask conforms to, and so he his energy to like go to the top of the waterfall is renewed, and so he starts to climb the fall in the next scene and. He's motivated by this image of this beautiful woman, and we get another amazing this, musical number here. This is our here. first like full blown dance number. Well, and this yeah. also introduces the magical realism that comes in and out of this movie. Well, yes. Yeah, they, they, this is the first time that you see proper weaving between uh, on location sets and these gorgeous like CG pieces that they put together. Right, and they do such a good job in this movie that occasionally you're like, is this all you know done? by computer graphics or sometimes you know you're not really sure it, because they bounce back and forth yeah. and there will be gorgeous shots that they just spend a couple moments on right yeah and there, there will be that but there will also be times where you're like this is obviously cg but it's it's so pretty right and it's like so well constructed that i don't care that this is all exactly yeah. like and how, it's like a little bit chintzy but like it's it's it looks so good right like it, it's it's over the top and like i feel like if this was like an american movie it would be different where you would be like this is stupid you know we're like this is so much cgi like i i can't get into it but yeah. for some reason it works well yeah so it fits well into in like yeah the, the way that they're stylizing the film right like, to where it is this over the top type of thing like every moment like even the most subtle moments like have this sort of like grandiose mo like feel to them and so when they use those things like the cgi butterflies that they have and like when they cgi like floating and like waving cloth which they do very often in this yes. movie yes like and throughout <laughs> these movies like it still looks like it fits within the world that we're watching right. and so it doesn't pull you out in that way that when they're trying to, like when movies try to do something realistic and they try to have like you know like a good example is like the DCEU where they have these like they like say that it wants to be like this dark gritty thing but then they have like this weird like CGI moment or like moments as it usually is of why is this like looking so out of place because you're trying to place it in this like gritty sort of realistic world where that creature that like image that you're trying to portray doesn't look well but right. yeah well this movie does this well a, where an obvious cgi tree in this movie fits yeah i mean yeah. when somebody's leaning on a tree that you can tell is not there yeah right <laughs> it, it, but it doesn't bother you yeah, yeah. Okay. oh no not at all well, well shit like in the second in the conclusion there's like they have like cgi abs and like <laughs> chest and muscles and it doesn't matter because it like i don't know it just fits so well into but, what this movie is but yeah so he's being renewed in his desire to get to the top of the waterfall because he's chasing this incredibly beautiful woman who has the face from the mask. Right. And she's turning into butterflies and eluding him. Yes. And um, there's this one part when he's been trying to climb the waterfall earlier, there's this jump that he can't make. And right. He, like, has to jump and grab a tree branch so he can get across this chasm. And in this instance, she's holding her hand out, like, to that tree branch. And that gives him the extra motivation to make the jump this time. Right. Yeah. And yeah, I swear there's like five different ecosystems just climbing up this waterfall. Like oh, it's yeah. just like it's, it's like amazing. <laughs> like it's it's it has to be like the largest waterfall like yeah. in all of human history oh, yeah. because 
they're just like he goes through and like well, he's like, in caves. Yeah, yeah, he's like in caves at certain point. Like yeah, then he comes up and he like rises up and it's like through the clouds and he finally gets to the top and there's just like a tree hanging out over a cliff. Right, and, and and the way he gets that last little piece is the most amazing thing. So he just cuts up some vines oh, and, and bamboo and some bamboo <laughs> and he makes a bow. Yeah, and he makes an arrow yep. and like that arrow is attached to this long string of vines and he jumps off of the cliff aims the arrow and shoots it at the tree puncturing the tree and then he climbs up the vines to get up to the top <laughs> yep and it's so awesome it is so badass because like this guy i mean this whole scene is kind of showing that he's like got like that he's superhuman he's like yeah. superhuman yeah i mean like first of all he's climbing like the world's tallest fucking waterfall that goes literally into the clouds and he's fallen from it several times yeah and he's, he's just angry that he hasn't made it to the top not that he's about to die you know <laughs> <laughs> And strangely enough, in the scope of this movie, these actions are not heroic. Yeah. Well, Again. Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll yeah. get into, like, the truly heroic stuff when we get to, like, some of the bigger set pieces. But, <laughs> but yeah. So, yeah. He, so, Shiva finally makes it to the top of the waterfall. And as he does, he finds, like, the actual woman who he's been, like, searching for at the top of the waterfall. And she's running from all these soldiers. And he's just watching her for a moment and he thinks she might be in trouble because it's like her and there are five, maybe 10. Oh, they, it quickly swells to like 30 people yeah. are chasing this woman. <laughs> <laughs> and so she's like running through and then it turns out like, you know, she doesn't need any rescuing after all because it's a trap that she set for these guys. And so this is where we come across our rebels throughout this movie. And so we are introduced to these rebels as they take down all of these soldiers who are from the main kingdom and so essentially what happens is they all go back to their hideout and Shiva follows them. And once he does, he finds out that, let's see, sorry, one moment. So yeah, once he follows them up into the, um, their hideout, he finds out that they are trying to fight this tyrant king named Baladeva and they're trying to rescue their queen whose name is Devasena. And so the rebels are debating whether or not they're trying to go to this warrior named Katapa for help. And they're afraid because they know he's an honorable man, but he's also a literal slave to the king. And so he has to obey all of the orders that he's given by them. And th this is the moment I have my notes. Um, when he meets the rebels, this movie goes to one million. Like, this is where it really <laughs> starts to take off, you know. Um, I mean, you, you, you get introduced into this whole rebel faction that's, like, trying to, like you know release really uh, uh release this woman that's in in that's captured by the uh by the big you know capital or well, whatever yeah it's very much like the leia scene in star yeah, wars exactly. of like these yeah these rebel forces are trying to find like their leader right. like and rescue her yeah and it gets it takes a little bit longer for that to resolve than it does in star wars but yeah, yeah. <laughs> they do not like t the first 20 minutes yeah <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so once they bring up Katapa, we are actually taken to a scene with him and we kind of like see how he's this, you know, really friendly guy. Everyone loves him. But at the same time, like he is like honor bound to serve the king and he has like some reservations about, you know, serving the kingdom. But he also knows that he's honor bound to do so. And this is like our very first instance where it was just like, yeah, this guy is definitely like Barristan. Right. Like this guy was like a part of like this 
system that he doesn't necessarily want to be a part of. He's definitely like an old dog, you know. He's got the graying beard, the yeah, graying like hair. Yeah, he's like 80 years old. Yeah, and he's, he's like also a, total a great warrior, like yeah. one of the yeah. best warriors like in the land. Yeah, he's 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 insane. He's <laughs> awesome. Um, but yeah, I, I think he's 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 Barristan, but he's a little bit Davos too. So he's also like this guy who came from you know nothing to like become this person right where you know kind of like davos was like a smuggler and you know became like the right hand of first stannis and now right. john snow but like very much like a mix of those two of like this like old school warrior who like knows how to get the job done but also like comes from this kind of like impoverished background yeah and and i mean where where like why he's all honor bound and everything is that I mean, from my understanding, this is a society, at least in the kingdom, that slavery is illegal or abolished, and except for him, he's like really the only slave because well, it's because his family exactly has been his yeah. ancestors yeah his ancestors pledged allegiance that everyone from their lineage would be serving the kingdom, um, and so he just has to, uh, and he does so. Yeah, <laughs> I think he might be my favorite character in the movie. I would agree. He's, yeah, he's my favorite character outside of this movie too. <laughs> Um, but yeah, and then we go back to uh, the rebels, and uh, Avantika is going to a river to clean a wound that she got when she was running away from the soldiers. And this is where we get our first like creeper moment from Shiva here, because there's like a running thing throughout this movie for a little while where he's tattooing her with henna. <laughs> When she's not, when she's completely unknowing, she's unconscious, and well, she has no, a hand in the water. She's conscious, she's, yeah, she's conscious, but she's she like doesn't notice that he's tattooing. Yeah, so yes, it's like she has fist biting at her wounds. Oh, to right, okay, help heal them or something. Yeah, and so they, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, that's like a thing. I know there's like there's like fish that like they that they use like where it's like you like put like your feet in or your hands yeah, in, right. and they eat away like the dead tissue. Yeah, kind of like what they do with like maggots. And I don't stuff know how too, well but. that works with sword wounds but yeah we'll, we'll go ahead and let that let that be just cool just take that as part of the magical realism that exists yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. the magic fish <laughs> heal wounds in this movie yeah so like as she's doing this uh he's underwater yeah he way. swims underwater <laughs> and is just like tattooing her with like a little dark like he's also not breathing through a reed or anything no he's, no he's, no. he's just he's underwater just holding, <laughs> his, holding his breath for minutes at a time no yeah but, this is like the best of like all of like the most amazing blockbustery things in America cinema of like, right. yeah, it's got like that like Game of Thrones element of political intrigue and like kind of a feudalist society, and then it's also got like these weird like Fast and the Furious things where it's like none of these powers are really explained all that much, right? But everyone is just invincible, like yeah. or as strong as they need to be. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, you're right. That, that's a good that's a good analogy. It's it's a lot like the Fast and the Furious, where like. I mean, those people will can like punch through concrete walls and shit. Uh, and these people can lift up a car. Yeah, and yeah, you just take it as okay. Yeah. It's not like, like right, he's the Hulk. That's the world that this movie takes place right. in, and, and you just buy it. Yeah, and, and uh, um, uh, Shiva is a lot like that. He could just fucking do anything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so after she goes and gets her tattoo unknowingly, she's made it all the way back to like the rebel base yep. without ever seeing the this tattoo on her on hand, her hand. <laughs> on her hand. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, they've decided, you know, they're going to set out like a rescue mission to go save Devasena. And Avantika is chosen to be the leader of this mission uh, until like the leader of the rebel alliance sees this tattoo on her hand and says oh well 
you're caring more about your appearance than you are about, you know, our cause. Yeah. And of course she's confused because she still hasn't seen it up until this point. Right. Like, until literally someone pulls her hand in front of her and she's like, oh, what, what's that thing? Uh, and so, but she essentially Convinces has this it. really like emotional yeah. moment. And oh my God, like what, just going in one thing in this movie, like, so much face is served. Like, everyone is just serving face in this movie. So it's like, they tell her that she can't do this mission because she cares more about her appearance. And we get this, like, super dramatic, like, close-up of her with tears in her eyes. Yeah. Of her just being like, these tears are not, like, <laughs> tears of pain. Like, these tears represent my devotion to this cause. Well, she talks about how the tears represent, like, her boiling blood with her fury of what is being done <laughs> And it's so dramatic and so good. And this is, like, the super close-up of her just, like, fucking just, like raging like with like all her in her eyes like it's nothing right. like like it's just all in her eyes and oh yeah every I, like so many moments of this movie are just like these close-up shots of right well it, it the movie taught me that american actors are amateurs as far as scene chewing like, oh yeah like just amateurs <laughs> 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 so yeah so yeah while while the rebels are planning we go like to the palace in mahishmati and we cut to bela deva who or baladeva who is, dear God, just so, like, he's evil, which we very yeah, quickly he's an find evil man. out. But God damn, he's such a sexy man. Yes, like, as a straight just, man, he is a gorgeous I just, man. Uh. <laughs> we also see, like, a quick montage of that, like, he's, like, a very oppressive king. Like, he's, yeah. like, stealing from the people to build a giant gold statue of himself. And, like, people are being whipped in the streets. And, like, it's setting up this thing of, like, oh, rule under this guy is, is bad. Yeah, and we get, a, we get a nice little diegetic song, like, throughout as we're going through this of, like, how, like, hard the people of Mahishmati have it. You're, and, that, by uh, the way, this whole soundtrack is diegetic songs. Right? Oh, yeah, they're, no, they're yeah, no. They're explaining what's going on in the lyrics. It's like, great. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, when they're not. Sometimes there's just randomness you're in right. the songs. Where it's you're like, totally right. They attribute, like, they attribute attributes. Literally right. to people, and it comes out of nowhere. Right. Yeah. So and so has this. So and so does that, and it's like, okay. Yeah. It was <laughs> accepted as well, fact. Well, there's like one song where they keep on referring to um, Bahubali as like he is the Lord Rohan or something like that. Rudra. Rudra. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, so so that's that? the, so so here's another little little history tidbit. So I looked up Rudra, and so from what I can tell, it seems like Rudra is a separate like deatific force like like gods and like deities are kind of are kind of weird and like without me like having like an entire like religious like history background of of, of, a, of hinduism of the religions on the yeah <laughs> I, I can't really like speak very well to it but from my understanding it's like so certain gods like share like common traits and sometimes they're interchangeable and so, like, Rudra is also Shiva. Okay. And so, Shiva is also who Bahubali is called at the beginning of this movie. And so, I feel like that's kind of, like, where that's coming in. And it might be, like, a lang language thing, like, between, like, right. the translation yeah, between the Telugu and, and the Telugu, Hindi. Right. Going to Hindi and then Hindi being translated into Tamil. Yeah. So, it's... I'm sure there's probably something that's getting right. Lost yeah. So there. yeah, I'm sure like, yeah, there, there's things that I'm sure I'm like, we're all like just not understanding in terms of like what the history of these characters are right. that make a lot more sense uh -huh. to people within that culture. Okay. But yeah. So from what I can tell, like Shiva Bahubali is kind of like an earthly representation of Rudra. Okay. Because another little tidbit was, uh, Devas 
And so, like, a lot of these characters are called, like, Baladeva, Bijaladeva, like, okay. Devasena. And so, like, devas are are beings that have, like, celestial attributes, but they're kind of, like, somewhere between gods and humans. It's, like, apparently demigods isn't, like, quite the right term for them. And so that's kind of, like, what, like, I feel like this is. It's like awesome. It's, like, this, like, story, this, like, epic of, like, these celestial beings who, like, are ruling this, like, kingdom. And so from what my understanding is, that's, like, where these powers come from and, like, that's like why these people are like superheroes, and, and that totally makes movie. sense because like the powers that um, these characters have are kind of on a sliding scale. Like Bahubali being Shiva being um, so the god, he's like the most powerful one. He's the yeah. one who is the most a god. But Baladeva has supernatural strength, and well, they keep Devasena on, has like supernatural. They like, keep on saying that Bahubali and, and Baladeva they they have the same you know strengths and everything like they refer to that several times in the you know the great battle that we're gonna approach later on like we're like they keep on doing these like competitions versus each other to see who's gonna ascend to the throne or whatever yeah. and like and they keep on determining it's like they have the same courage they have the same strength they're you know but the way that you know Bahubali has like care for yeah people. he cares for the yeah. people yeah um so yeah that was just a little like i'm sure butchered like history lesson of like, oh, yeah. what my understanding yeah. is of of this movie. <laughs> I'm sure our ignorance is insulting someone at some point. <laughs> All the Hindu listeners that we have. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know any. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, we come across Baladeva, who is fighting a bull. And this brings us to another amazing little thing within these movies. Within the first movie. Just the first one, though. Yeah, and, yeah. and I'll get into like why it didn't happen in the second movie. But for the first movie, oh, wow. yeah, we get these like... Every time there's an animal on screen that is in any way in any sort of like violent situation or, or peril even yeah, yeah any kind of peril there yeah. is a small little CGI marker like watermark at the bottom of the screen and it's like very much like in line with you know like Hindu culture in terms of like respecting you know like, animals yeah yes. and so yeah there that so. Baladeva is fighting this giant CGI bull, and at the bottom of the screen, it's saying that the bull is CGI. So, <laughs> Wait, there was never a doubt. Yeah, yeah it, you can tell. Yeah, the bull, the bull is, is bigger than any bull that's ever existed. On the planet. And it doesn't really look like a bull. <laughs> I mean, it, it does. It, it resembles does. a bull, but like, it 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 doesn't really. It's like an auroch like from like a video game. Yeah. You know? it's... yeah. <laughs> but in addition to that CGI thing in the bottom of the screen, at the beginning of the movie, there's a huge disclaimer that says like all the animals represented. Yeah. <laughs> and all the people too. Yeah. In case you, know, you come across some deity named Shiva that's taking over kingdoms. It's like, oh, I thought you were representing a movie. Um, but yeah, essentially, yeah, Baladeva fights this bull and it goes on a rampage and we see a little bit more of Katapa being kind of subservient to the king and uh he like it steps in the way to get in and gets injured trying to protect the king from this rampaging bull um and later that night we see that again katapa's alliances are kind of unsure because he offers to set devasena free when she's being imprisoned in the middle of this palace yeah this also kind of introduces like david Seda's situation yeah. where she's like chained in the center of this palace and she's the leader of this rebel group like she's like and she's been in prison for 25, 25 years. years yeah yeah and uh and katapa he's just like like out of nowhere he's like sir like please 
set her free. That's all I want in my life is just please set her free, you know. And this is one of the first things where we see Baladeva being like really evil. He's like, yeah, you can like this. You grant this one request. Take my sword. Like go kill her. Set right. her free. Set her free. Her. Yeah. And of course, Katapa doesn't. Um, but he goes down and talks to her. Right. Yes, he does. Yeah. So yeah, he offers to like rescue her, but she says that she's waiting for her son to return. Right. And Katapa says, you know, no, he's dead. And she's of course is, you know, no, my son can't be dead. Like he's coming back for me. No, not only that, but it cuts to one of those awesome shots where it goes onto her face, and it's like, how dare you say that my yeah. son is dead? My son is coming for me. He's going to rage in her eyes. <laughs> <laughs> and I. I have that written down in one of my notes that this movie is filled with just unbridled raw revenge, you know. Well, and and, and it's and it seems like that where you really see like it. You see in her face, like if the movie had just if they had decided to summon a storm and have like lightning and everything, right. it would not have felt out of place. No, no. it's just like it, it. It the way that they shoot it, like it's over dramatic, but amazing because of it right there's no sense of restraint and that's a running theme in these movies and it works and, consistently and, and that's the thing you have to like accept going into this is that the tone of this movie is over the top oh, and yeah. like if you just jump on board with that like you will have the best time because it's it's so amazing but you have to accept that it's it's supernatural it's over the top right. it's 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 crazy yeah you'll have you'll have someone uh, throw a horse over a mountain and then dance you know like i mean that doesn't happen but like it's possible right? but... <laughs> Very easy that was happen. probably on the cutting floor that was probably yeah. Yeah. The horse tossed over the mountain <laughs> and then they dance <laughs> well yeah and then after that we go back to shiva again who is continuing to creep on avantika and so as she's kind of like outranging, you know, finding like hunting for like, you know, some food, he gives her another tattoo as she's like in a tree with a bow and arrow. He well, releases this snake. She, she's setting a trap for him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's having like her underling uh, dangle her hand in the water in the same place where she was while she's lying in wait in a tree with a bow drawn so that she can shoot the guy who tattooed her hand. Yeah. And, oh, but, I missed that part. But yeah, as she does this, like... Bahubali Shiva is one step ahead and he has creeping on her. Yeah, he's like <laughs> captured this snake and he like releases it on her arm to like distract her while he tattoos her shoulder. And so she he like tattoos her again, but this time she actually manages to track him down. But but this is also she holds on while the snake goes across her arm, goes onto the arrow. And she waits for the perfect moment for the snake to be at like the tip of the arrow, and she releases the arrow, shooting the snake on the arrow out into the water. Yes. <laughs> Everyone's a badass. No, everyone is a badass. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, after that, she like pretty much comes down, and then she ends up like tracking him down into the craziest meat cute I've ever yeah, seen so, yeah. in any movie ever. <laughs> well, this is also the second dance number. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, he like finds like she finds him and then they like kind of like do like a little like fight thing. Of course he like, you know, is like he's Shiva, so he like is better than her in terms of like fighting and he manages to like outmaneuver her and then gives her like a she's all that treatment. Oh yeah. Like, pulls yeah. down her hair and like takes off her clothes makes, and like makes makeup out of berries yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, he puts like eyeliner on her and like makes lipstick out of berries and he takes her clothes off but not like getting her like naked but like revealing her down into like a 
midriff. Yeah, you know, taking this gorgeous needs... woman and like turning her into an even more gorgeous yeah. woman. Yeah, like, he it's does just... like a fight ultimate makeover. Yeah, thing. <laughs> and um, and it's it it feels pretty rapey, but. It concludes where, like, I'm like, oh, okay, that makes sense. But but it's also she sees herself in the reflection right. from the waterfall Be- and sees, like, the beauty of her. In that. Right, because earlier in the movie, she's, like, there's there's several scenes where she's, like, complaining about how, like, she wants kind of, like, to, like, be beautiful and, like, see her own beauty. Like, she's, like, you know, she's looking in the reflection of her pond and everything, you know, because she's been, like, a dirty rebel for 25 years. Yeah. And so she's, like, fuck it, you know, I want to feel pretty. And, like, Bahubali's been creeping on her so much that he knew that. She wanted that, <laughs> so he gave it to her. Which is kind of cool. I mean, well, that's the thing. It's, like, at the end, it's, like, yeah, like, she's, like, willing. It's right. not, like... It's not like it goes all the way through. It's like no. at the beginning, it's like they're kind of like tussling and then it's like they're both fighting and he's not really like, he's not really like giving yeah. it his okay, all. I he's just these like movies, messing but with this, her. This whole thing was like straight up. I'm sure it's, you know, I mean, it's, it, it's fine. It's fun to watch, but it's straight up creepy. Yeah. Well, like, no, it's overall. creepy as fuck. Like there's no denying that. It's just like <laughs> when it comes down to it at the end of the day, she's like, Okay, I, I let's do this. Like, and, and when it actually moves to a sexual place, like she's yeah. the one to initiate that. Yeah. Um. But but no, up until that point, like it's been like him like creeping on her very hard. Yeah, like, they're strangers, and he derobes her. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> while she's Which is, trying to kill him with a large knife. Yeah. And yeah. then He like dunks her underwater to get her all wet, and then like yeah, put all his makeup was... on her and everything, and I'm like, Ugh. yeah. <laughs> But yeah, but so all of this is happening in dance. Yes, yeah. At the same time. So yeah, that makes it okay. No. <laughs> That's just the other thing you have to, to know is that like this thing, yeah, it is creeping all, the, but it, it's happening through dance. Yeah, but yeah, so yeah, it's gorgeous. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's like yeah, they like they have like the dance scene, and then they get down, and then of course he's like asleep after, and she bails. She grabs she grabs a chloroform flower. Yep. Like literally just like a flower. Apparently like just like it's like the poppies in Wizard of Oz. Right. Yeah. She just like grabs one, just like shoves it in his face, and he goes unconscious again while she runs away. But in the meantime, like, she's struggling with like. Because she has fallen in love with him yeah. and wants to remain with him, but she still is devoted to her mission and she has to accomplish her mission. So she knocks him out so that he won't follow her on the mission and yeah. she can go on and accomplish and, her goal. And once again, this kingdom is so fucking magical that plot devices literally grow. Like, yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, it's conveniently located. She doesn't get up and go look for no, it. No, no, it's just it's there. It's there. It's <laughs> Like within arm's reach. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's it's amazing. It's like it's better than Avatar. You know? um, but yeah, I, I named that move the Chloroflora. Just, the chloroflora. <laughs> I was calling it the Roofy Flower. Oh yeah. <laughs> you guys got creative. I didn't put it right. I didn't, think, I didn't think much more about the flower except the fact that it was strange that it was right there. Yeah. They were Chloroflora. It. It's just so amazing. Flora. I have to give it to great. Chloroflora. It's far awesome. superior. All right. So we're. Yeah, on... It's not very effective. Because no, it's not. He wakes she up goes, like yeah, two minutes. she goes and she like maybe gets like twenty feet away before she encounters more soldiers. Right, and and within like two seconds, Bahubali is awake and well, like Shiva. We don't know yet that he's yeah. Bahubali. Sorry, Shiva but. is awake and he like comes to her rescue because this time she doesn't have like a trap set and so she has to fight these guys and he just fucking beast modes. Yeah, on this them. is the first time we see him being like the greatest fighter in the world. Yeah, yeah. and well, so like and, and additionally. The other thing that's great about this scene and this as an action piece is the 
willingness to experiment with surroundings that these movies do. There's like these frozen trees with all these ice crystals. And so they, he regularly throws people through these so they can get these beautiful shots of like these ice crystals shattering. Yeah. I mean, it's just these little things yeah. that they put into this movie that you don't see in anything else that really kind of just like, you know, it, it, it's what makes it, except, it exceptional. It's not just the fact that he comes and saves her. We've seen this. We've seen all of this play out before, but it's the way they do everything that's really fantastic. And, yeah. and, and it's through executing it through these amazing, like, they, they use CGI to melt these amazing practical sets into that they're, like, doing all this stuff in. We're like, it's like, that was, like, in this, like, Roman, like, almost, like, Parthenon, like, garden area, you know, where yeah. there's all these, like, columns, like, broken and everything. And in this, like, clearing of, like, a frozen mountainscape, yeah. you know? And it's just, that's just gorgeous. Well, that's, yeah, this movie, yeah, the cinematography of this movie, like, the, like, the tones, like, the color palettes that they use in this movie, like, they just get, like, across the entire board, which, right. I mean, when you're going five and a half hours deep, you know, like, when you're right. going five hours deep, like, you can, you can get some amazing shots. Yeah. And this movie is, like, constantly that, though. Like, yes. Like, every shot is just, like, every time they move from one scene to another, like, the shots that they use are just amazing. Even just establishing shots are just so gorgeous. Because yeah. Because of the color palette, because of, like, the sets, because of the construction of everything. It's it's great. All right, guys. Um, we're pushing behoobly lengths in this episode. <laughs> we're at 45 minutes, so... Um... Oh, shit. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. So, this is, like, essentially, they fight for a while, and what happens is they go, and from there... Bahubali decides, well, he's Shiva at this point, and they decide to go. He says, your mission is my mission, and they go. Oh, this is after they escape by causing an avalanche that they ride down the avalanche oh my God. on a tree that he rips apart. Yeah, no, like it was a, a rock. It was like a stone. No, it was, it was, a, no it was, he causes he, the avalanche with the rock, and then he rips a piece of bark off of a tree, oh, and, and they, they ride, ride it down like a that. sled, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's but amazing. Anyway, yeah, so from there, we move on to... Yeah, and so essentially, like, yeah, Shiva says, you know, like, your mission is now my mission because we're in love now. Yeah. And so he vows to go to save Devasena, and so, like, pretty much we just shoot, like, straight to him, like, entering the palace. Like, and they, uh, as they do, there's, like, a huge statue of, like, Baladeva that's, like, being erected. And we all get a good the, song and dance number, sort of. Yeah, they're, like, oh, yeah. that's badass. And uh, as they are, like, you know, like, he's, this is, like, starting to be, like, the moments where people are recognizing him as being Bahubali, even before he recognizes right. who he is. Right, he doesn't even know who Bahubali is. No. Yeah, because yeah. at this point, like, a soldier has recognized him, like, in the last scene. Right. And now, like, a peasant recognizes him in this scene. Yeah, like, because like, they're erecting the statue and someone falls, and so the statue is about to be, like, fall over and crush a whole bunch of peasants and then some lone unknown peasant grabs it and rescues the statue from being fallen and, and single-handedly pulls single it up single-handedly pulls it up and someone sees him and says oh it's bahubali yeah yeah, yeah. and then the word like spreads <laughs> and then like people are just like chanting and like and shouting. then they start dancing yeah this man and they're just like everyone's dancing which like sets up bella deva because he's like fuck yeah, oh, yeah. And one, thing we, one thing we didn't talk about is there's a scene in the courtyard where uh bella Boladeva is talking to um, oh, what's Devasena? Devasena, and he um, says like, in all these twenty five years, has anyone even said his name? Yeah, like, what are you still holding on for? Like, right, no one has even implying said his name. that his memory is gone, but it's obvious it still lives in the people. Yeah, yeah, yep. 
But yeah, so they like, um, so yeah, as that's happening, like back in the village, they like unseal the cave and start go- heading up the waterfall. Um, Avantika like goes back to the rebels and she's like telling them they need to trust Shiva. And then uh, when we go back, we see uh, Bahubali and, uh, sorry, Baladeva and his father are speculating and they're talking about like the chanting. Um, let's see. Well, and this is the this is the point where Bahubali or Shiva, like, breaks into the palace. Yeah, and you know, with the intention of freeing Devasana, and basically does, and they you know send Katapa to pursue him. Yeah, and yeah. Katapa and the prince. They yeah, send and Baladeva's the prince. son. Katapa and Baladeva's son. Right. Yeah, and uh, and so uh, uh, Bahubali or Shiva like frees Devasana, who's his mother, but he doesn't know that yet. And uh, brings him to the rebels, and then Katapa catches up with them as, as well as uh, Beladeva's son. Uh, what's his name? Do we know the Ooh, prince? I, yeah, it said, but I don't remember. It doesn't matter. He yeah. gets decapitated fairly yeah. quickly. Yeah, oh my god! Like that scene when they're just like Mahasena, as he like amazing. swooping off of the horse. Like grabs the blade, swings around in midair, does like a fucking twist, and then just like slices his fucking head off. That fights the body. Yes, but the best shot is the one where the body is continuing to walk with Shiva in pursuit, and Shiva's just like slowly walking, and we get this silhouette of it. Yeah, and it's so awesome. Oh, and so oh, such a great so, shot. It gives me chills. I have goosebumps <laughs> just thinking about it because the scene is amazing. You have you have uh, Shiva who's like. Bahubali, you know, <laughs> you have you have a uh, Bela Davison who's probably a fucking badass too. You yeah. know, you just don't really know because he's up against fucking Bahubali, <laughs> and you have Katapa there who's there to protect the prince, right? But you know that the prince is a dick, and you know that Katapa's doing it just out of honor. But he's there; he has to protect the prince, and uh, like, and and he does it begrudgingly because he's wanting to free Davisena forever. Yeah, and finally, like Bahubali's doing it and everything, but he doesn't know who this character, this Shiva Bahubali character, is yet. And so there's this amazing three-way fight. Until he's seen his face. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, that's, so like, as they're fighting, yeah, so as they're fighting, we have all of these forces kind of converging on this point. We have, like, the rebels arriving and, like, starting to converge on the battle. Oh, that's right. We have, like, the villagers arriving and just kind of, like, watching from the sidelines as this, like, huge battle is raging on. And then, like, once Bahubali, Shiva, like, has decapitated Baladeva's son, like, we see Katapa, like, runs Finally, out to, like, like, yeah coming him. out to fight him and then he turns around and like Shiva like looks Katapa in the eye and he literally like as he's running full force just like falls to his knees and, and slides. slides like right to his fucking feet yeah. and is just like on his knees in front of him and is just like finally this moment of recognition Shiva's foot on his on head. Yeah. head and this is a thing in Indian culture is that um, touching the feet of someone is a great sign of respect uh. yeah, this is a thing in, in the culture so when he touches his foot to his head it's like, like doing the, the ultimate sign ultimate of, of like yeah. oh my god uh, wow holy shit yeah and so yeah as that happens like we we finally get to like some realization as Katapa starts telling Shiva who he really is and you know says he is the son of Devasena and the savior of the people, Amarendra Bahubali. And then we cut to 50 years prior. And, and this, is, this is one hour, 34 minutes, and 21 seconds into the first movie when the flashback begins. Yeah. And we will pick up on the flashback for the next episode. 
Don't you think? I think that we should do. I think we should pick up for the. We'll start the whole flashback, and then that'll be yeah. that'll be like the whole. Like, we'll the be flash, able to... I mean, yeah, the flashback is really more of the next part of the story right. than it is this part. Yeah, and yeah. the flashback is such a bigger part of the second movie yes. than it is of the first movie. Right. I mean, there's a good portion of flashback in the first movie, but let's put it in part two of yeah. our All right. review. But I'd like to end this episode on how the movie, how Bahubali One ends, where it's like. Katapa's like telling the story and everything about like you know Bahubali and then it ends where it's like we, we come out of the flashback we come out of the flashback and it's like well what happened to Bahubali and he's like it's like well he died and it's like well who killed him and Katapa's like me and yeah. then it's just like <laughs> it's just this ultimate cliffhanger of like what <laughs> and I think they even show the the iconic shot that's even on like the posters and everything about Katapa is like this silhouette and flames of Katapa stabbing Bahubali in the back. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And um, and we'll, there's more on that in our next episode when we cover Bahubali Two, the conclusion, as well as the lot of Bahubali One, <laughs> <laughs> as, long as, as well as a good like 30, 45 minutes. <laughs> first <Yes. one. laughs> But, um, so, sorry, these episodes are going to be running a bit longer than their classic ones. Well, this movie runs well, a bit it, longer it, it, than every other movie it, that it we've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was reading some shit on it, and the director was like, there's no way I could tell these stories in the full-length film of two hours and 45 minutes. It's like, that's longer than a full-length film. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, not for Bollywood. I mean, like, like I've been, like, looking at, like, some Bollywood movies on Netflix since I've seen this and a lot they're, of them popping up. They go up longer. Work, and they're all at least two hours, like, two and a half hours, like, is, like, pretty standard for most of the Bollywood movies that I've seen on Netflix. So Right on. Yeah, two hours is, like, minimum length. <laughs> well, um, since this is going to be a two-parter of, like, a, you know, a one kind of thing, um, I feel like, well, we'll definitely skip over Corrections and Omissions, um, do you guys have any pressing recommendations you'd like to go through? Something to spit out real quick. Uh, do we want to do two sets or just do one set of recommendations? Just one set of recommendations after yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, one. One. Okay, sounds good. Um, yeah, because we'll have the same guests, we'll have you know the same topic and everything, so that makes sense. So uh, thank you so much for listening to our really really long episode of introducing. Our favorite, uh, currently, this is like my favorite epic going down. Yeah. Like, I'm obsessed. I kind of reveal, this is one thing that I will bring up uh, before we end this movie. I, I bought a book. This is uh, a first of, I, I believe, a oh trilogy. Oh my god! Yeah, it, um, it, it is, it is uh, Before the Beginning. It's Bahubali Before the Beginning. And the title is The Rise of Sivagami, who's the, she's the queen mother. Yeah. Wow. We're going to oh, introduce. Man. Yeah. And I, the reason, one of the reasons why I bought this, not only because of the obvious, is that uh, it has like really good reviews on Amazon and the first three star review that I saw was this woman being like uh, I didn't really like it because it pulls a lot from Game of Thrones and I really didn't like that series and I'm like oh I'm oh, buying like, that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I have that and um, so yeah thank you so much for listening um, uh, please if you haven't seen this movie go see it uh, we'll, 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 once we're finished with all this I mean, it's kind of a synopsis run through while we're really getting into some of our stuff. But the, there's, we'll lay down reasons why. Right. Everyone needs to see this. Definitely. At the end oh, of the yeah, next yeah. episode. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, but we definitely need to get out of this room and take a break. It's super fucking hot in here. So uh, thank you for listening. You can yeah. find all of our episodes on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com forward slash IWYTWT. Uh, you can follow our podcast on Twitter at uh, IWYTWT, as well as each one of us individually. I'm at the D-Bucks. I'm at Catharticus. I'm at Colin Lunch. Don't follow me. 
He's he's not on Twitter, guys. Drew's not on Twitter. Um, he's the Jason of our group. <laughs> we we have a Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash IWITWT. I'm going to look into converting that into a community um, where we could actually have like discussions and promote people posting shit. So stay tuned. That's actually going to turn into something that's going to be a little bit more interactive. Um, other than that, shout out to Movie Pod Squad. Shout out to Potter and Family. Um, I'm wrapping this up. Thank you for listening. Join us next week for Bahubali 2, the conclusion, as well as a lot of the first one. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.